Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before I get into this week's episode of Sexy Unique Podcast, I, of course, have to shout out all my Sexy Unique patrons on Patreon. You guys have been there every step of the way as I expand my podcast empire. It began with this podcast, Sexy Unique Podcast, recapping Vanderpump Rules, and grew into Babe, and grew from there into Saving Sex in the City 3, which is back in February. And now Sexy Unique Podcast is growing, and I'm recapping Lindsay Lohan's Beach House with Carrie O'Donnell on a special series called Lohan Island, which airs on Fridays. And I'm so grateful to be able to podcast as my job. And you guys supporting this podcast has made that dream a reality. So thank you. You're the executive producers of my podcast empire. And I'm so, so grateful. If you've been a longtime listener or if you're new to SUP and want to show your support for the pod, it's very easy to get involved. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash podcast, and it is there that you will find all the information you need to become a supporter of SUP. For as little as a $1 per episode commitment, you will have access to over 60 bonus episodes, as well as recaps of seasons one and two of Vanderpump Rules that can be found exclusively on the Sexy Unique Patreon. There's so much content waiting for you to devour it. And for $1 per episode, it can be yours. That's a lot of content for a very reasonable price. So check it out. Head on over to www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast for more info. And be sure to check out sexyuniquestore.com. I am selling Vanderpump Rules as a show for geniuses stickers, as well as a extra special Lohan Island baseball hat and Road to Sir prints. I'm restocking constantly and coming up with new merch ideas all the time. So keep checking this store for more exciting things on the horizon. That's sexyuniquestore.com. And now, without further ado, I give to you this week's episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, like Lara Marie like Shane Hall. Yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. I hope you cakes up. London with the beat, here we go so in. Then we go with a friend, you be both win. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of a Sexy Unique Podcast. I am here with a, a true genius, <laughs> writer, pump head, Roxanne Gay. 
Hello. Hi. I am so honored to have been given this gift of getting you on the pod. Well, it's great to be here on the pod talking about my favorite, favorite topic. The best show on television. The only show, really. Perhaps like the best show of all time. Probably. Yeah. Probably. You tweeted yesterday that it was like the Seinfeld of reality TV shows. It is. It It is. is. Nothing ever happens, but everything happens. Everything is happening. It's all about what's happening, like, especially this season, I feel like. It's like what's bubbling beneath the surface that's the most important. Yeah, this season is wild it's there is a lot happening like they're all getting older and having to acknowledge it yes <laughs> so it's adorable like <laughs> listening to them talk about having children which mm, i no. need them to have kids i mean i do too but uh vanderpump drools is gonna be amazing oh i love that amazing, yeah I'm, amazing amazing i like fear for those unborn children i I'm terrified at the prospect of most of them having like, children. Pray like, for them. When the Toms are like, yeah, I think I'll be a good dad. I just think, what makes you think that? <laughs> <laughs> what in the world has led you to this place where you think that it could be a good idea to procreate? Like, you guys have been in the same West Hollywood apartments for the past decade. You yeah. haven't even moved. So <laughs> where are you, first of all, are you going to put your children? But, yeah. Raising a child in West Hollywood would be very difficult. It would be challenging. It's doable, I'm sure, but challenging. I'm I'm sure people do it, but not in those apartments. No. No. Sandoval and Ariana's apartment, like, I feel like you could get CPS involved if they, like, had a kid in there. That wouldn't be a great situation. No. There's definitely, like, asbestos and, like, Mm. weird shit, like, black mold blowing in from the AC unit. Yes. Like, there's some blinds that the kid could cut itself on. <laughs> it's just dangers about. Yeah, that carpet has seen things that no one wants to know. As like, you, has the furniture. Yeah, you can't have, like, a child in the same apartment where Jack slept in the living room and, like, fucked 20 girls, like, behind a sheet wall. So many girls. <laughs> oh, God. Did you watch Vanderpump from the jump? Oh, yes. Okay. So it was on the radar. Absolutely. I love reality television. I always have. And Bravo just serves it up every season in absurd ways. And so I watch all of it. I love that. So you've been like a Housewives. You're like a Housewives fan as well. I am. I am. Who's your favorite? Which is your favorite Housewives franchise? It's a close tie between Vanderpump Rules and, I mean, Christ Almighty. (laughs) It is the only show that matters on Bravo. So it's like, what are you going to do? No, it's a really close, I wouldn't say a tie, but it's really close between Housewives of Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah. I like them both very much. Beverly Hills has gone downhill, though, to some extent. I like it. You're into it. I'm just in. I'm just like, well, okay, we'll bring in these weird (laughs) people. Um, the weird girl with all the accents, Dorit. I like her. Oh, there's so much happening there, and PK, and I, I didn't really get into Teddy Mellencamp. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand her role on the show, but I'm looking forward to Denise Richards. Oh, I live for Denise She's Richards. So great, it's going to be fabulous. Yeah, it's be fa- fabulous, and I still remember her from the James Bond movie. So. Yeah, I mean, she's iconic, like 90s, wild things and drop dead gorgeous. Like, you can't beat Denise. No. 
and her reality show, I think I watched it. Oh, I didn't even know she had one. See? She had one. I've been remiss. With her dad. I think it was like on E! And it was yeah, just like the was. mundane day-to-day of her life. But, I mean, it gave me something. It gives us all something. Yeah. I mean, these are gifts. <laughs> and E! I just, their reality shows are so badly done. They still don't quite get it, but Bravo always makes it seem like there's this sheen of respectability yeah. around all of it, even though there isn't. And E is just like, no, there's nothing respectable happening here. Yeah. Bravo, like they, I mean, Vanderpump is the one kind of that's like not so aspirational as like a housewives. Like they kind of troll the cast of the show, mm-hmm. but I agree. There's like, it's like shot. The cinematography is just like chef's kiss. It really is. Like everything in Vanderpump Rules, you just look at it and you just think, hmm, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like I want their jobs, but I feel like I could survive that life. Yeah. Yes. Like throw me into the mix. Absolutely. I'm fully ready. Yes. <laughs> um, let's jump into this week's episode because there's a <laughs> lot to talk about. I, okay. Girls I, night out. <laughs> And they keep acting like they're so clever for calling it Girls' Night Out. Yeah. Ladies. No. They really, like, phoned it in for that. Like, I was reading... I've now gotten to a point where I, like, troll Reddit boards to, like, understand more of the show and, like, audience feelings about it, which is, wow. like, a new low. I didn't see this for myself originally, but here we I mean, are. Who does? Yeah. But I mean, we you find, find yourself on Reddit. We find ourselves. Yeah. It just is what it is. Um, And so... I was seeing though that people had commented that the producers had put out a casting call for Girls Night Out attendees. So it wasn't even like an organic of course it mix wasn't. of like people waiting to get in. Correct. James is a lot of things, but he did get people to show up for See You Next Tuesday. Oh, I showed up two weekends in a row. So. and Or two weeks in a row, and it was uh, packed. Yes, and people went, of course, just to see the spectacle, but... Nobody was going to just show up at Girls' Night Out, which is the most bland, just pastel name and concept. Like, nobody's really dying to see Katie do anything. No. The fact that she survived this long on the show is shocking to me. It's truly shocking, because in a show about nothing... She doesn't offer anything. Her drama is always manufactured and sad. They keep trying to make that she's fat happen, but... There's no realm of reality in which Katie is fat. So it's offensive. Yeah. And then just at least Stassi always has something quotable to say. Yeah. And she serves. She's like a reality show MVP. She understands what her job is. Yeah. She totally knows. Like, I am here to make a a spectacle. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you good spectacle. She has one-liners minute after minute after minute. Like, she thinks in one-liners. And, like, then she takes it and makes a product beyond the show. Like, her podcast. Or her book. Or outfit of the day. Which, again, is so bland. (laughs) Everyone wears an outfit congratulations but she's tapped in makes it work yeah and she's tapped into like a certain level of like 
that type of fan or that type of woman who really like latches on and connects. Mm -hmm. And so for that, it's like, you've got to just give it up to Stassi because she's really making it work. She gives people what they want, which is the Vanderpump Rules experience. She makes them feel like they get to have that vicarious thrill of this glamorous life of being a server at Sir, even though she hasn't worked at Sir in years. (laughs) And when she worked there, she was always trying to not work there. Yeah, she was terrible at it. (laughs) I mean, but she's doing what she was meant to do. She's living her best life. Yeah, and I like I have a lot of problems with Stassi, but I do commend her for that. Um, so Tom, Tom, Tom is being built by the maestro Nicolaine, who he claims on his Instagram to have invented industrial romantic as just like an aesthetic <laughs> that's in his Instagram bio. He's like, it's like inventor of hashtag. Look, and you need to fill that bio space with something. <laughs> Bless his heart. It just, you have to put something there. And I, that's like the best he can do. Let's not judge it. I love Nicolaine's infusion on this show. Like he's the thing that I never knew I always wanted. Well, what's crazy is as he as Lisa was talking about how great of a designer he was, I was just thinking, I hope you're not talking about someone who has designed your retail spaces and your restaurants because the decor is hideous. And then when they unveiled Tom Tom, I just thought, <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> like Lisa. You're really wealthy, but you cannot buy taste. Have you been to Tom Tom yet? Not yet. Okay. I'm saving it. Like, I am just saving it and saving it. Like, the anticipation's killing me. You're in for a treat. I feel like I am. I have been to all her restaurants way more than it's like a shameful number yeah, it at is. this if, point. If I've, it's a, it's a, like too much. And now I've been to Tom Tom, no joke, like eight times, mm. which is its own thing that I can talk about like in therapy or just like with an accountant. And it actually is like in the upper echelon of her restaurant empire currently like it has more going on than well, like, i looked at the menu online and it looked way better than like villa blanca the, uh villa blanca <laughs> <laughs> villa blanca should have died a tragic death long long How ago is it still open in that prime real estate it i think this makes so much money but it does like, not it's there's no way by none of the restaurants have people in them i'm in hollywood regularly and there's never anyone at sir or pump villa blanca is consistently empty i feel like at this point it's some sort of like tax shelter like it's sketchy it has to be it has to be like these the restaurants are terrible the food is terrible the world knows the food is terrible the service we know is terrible because mm-hmm. we watch the show like i don't understand how you could like risk your life and voluntarily eat there that said my friends and i are planning a field trip yeah i mean you will not be disappointed I if you need wait. any like menu recommendations i'm happy <laughs> to tell you that like the mac and cheese bacon mac and cheese really good and like mm. the cauliflower buffalo wings are like i crave them when i'm not there which is saying a lot i feel like offering us levels of pathology (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) but at least you're okay with admitting that you know what it's like i just have to live my truth and own it and that's all i can do in this world no judgment this is a judgment-free home yes i love that thank you um nicolaine is saying lisa keeps trying to get the toms to like come look at the restaurant and nicolaine is over them and i just love anytime he's like he's like i can't i can't i can't 
about them. Yes. And I understand that energy. Well, because they're like minor investors in the property. It's so cute how they really think they have a bigger role. And then they were so proud of designing their cocktails. Yeah. Which they didn't really end up designing. They like have three ones on the menu. It's so great. They're so marginal. It's just their names. And it's the most generic name in the world. So it could be anybody. It's their names. But also like together they own 5%. Mm -hmm. Which is like... Lisa really bamboozled them. She really did. I feel like I own more of that restaurant just by reading the website. (laughs) I feel like I do from just going there eight times. Kind of invested about as much as they did. (laughs) (laughs) But if Tom hadn't spent so much money on his wedding, he might have been able to invest more in the restaurant. That's true. Mm -hmm. But I think they paid for the majority of their wedding with like diff eyewear sponsored posts. That's another Reddit fact. Just going to hang myself right out to dry here. Wow. So they're, I mean, they're like hustling and bustling and really making oh, yeah, things happen. It done. And I've heard that they don't really live in those crappy apartments. They <laughs> film in those apartments, but they don't actually live there. Tom and Katie do live in that apartment as well as Jackson and Brittany. God damn it. I was really holding on to that. Hold no, it's, it's, they truly live there. Remember when James was living behind the little partition in some dude's apartment? That was a mere year ago. Yes. Like, He's really had a glow up. He really has. Real estate he speaking. Has. <laughs> Remember when he got Raquel her own drawer and it was like a file cabinet yes. and a desk? And he really thought he was doing something. And I just thought, I'm so glad to be past that stage of dating. Like where you're dating someone who's so... Who's so... He's a dreamer. Yeah. That they offer you... Uh, a, not even like a drawer and a dresser, but just like a sad drawer space. Mm-hmm. It, it, to, and then you get to sleep behind the partition with them on like twin size mattress on the floor. And not only that, but they live with that guy, Paul. Yes. Who's just like a creep that you have to navigate and yes. constantly and turn down his dinner sketchy. offers. Like what was really going on there? It's just a lot. The show is a text. Yeah. It just is. Um, Tom and Tom are going to go to Tom Tom for the big reveal, but Ken and Lisa call them and tell them no, which felt like a fake scene. Yeah, of course. It was clearly just manufactured to drum up a little drama where there was none because Lisa had that surprise of wanting them to see it all at once. Yeah. And it was just so weird. And I have no doubt that they drove by or strolled by and peeked in Mm -hmm. because they don't strike me as having discipline yeah or boundaries right yeah so but then like the best part of that scene like i feel like this season more than ever they're all like acting like they're being challenged to like improvise and Mm -hmm. like and have like roles yes and then the producers are really heavy-handed this season (laughs) very heavy-handed and there's one part where like tom sandoval is like sitting down he's so he's bummed out because he can't go to tom tom and he's like well, you know, actually, Sheena does have her housewarming today. And then someone's like, oh, it's today? And it was just like, good Lord. In the wilds of Marina Del Rey. Oh, I've been waiting 
for the moment because I found out Sheena moved to Marina Del Rey because sometimes I like do live roasts of her podcast for like bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. So when she revealed that she had relocated to the Marina, I was shook mm-hmm. and I wondered how this is going to reverberate through the server community. Yes. <laughs> and so now this was like a sweet full circle moment mm-hmm. to get to really see how these West Hollywood people deal with having to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. South of Wil- Wilshire or east of. Well, Lake. I love how when they were talking about how far it was to get to to <laughs> Sheena's house, they were like, first you have to go south of Sir." I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the landmark. It's for like, them. no, like, guys, no. that's not what. That's not a thing. Nobody's like, "Oh, it's south of Sir." You need to give us a street. South of Offer Sir. Offer us a coordinate on a map. And they're like, no, south of Sur, and then oh, and you have to do this and take the four hundred five, the ten, and I just—it's not that hard. Take some surface streets. Make sure you're not going during rush hour. You'll get there in forty-five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely like people are always miffed by like LA people freaking out about traffic, but it is like depending on the time of day. Like some people DM'd me and they were like explain marina del rey to me like because it doesn't seem they're like google mapping it yeah, because it's like, not far it's 10 miles yeah but then you add in just like la traffic vibes and you could really be like driving to palm springs it could be <laughs> it could be it could be 45 minutes it could be two hours it just you never know it's you, a roll of the know. dice it is it is i feel like sheena huh that was quite a power move Moving to Marina Del Rey, I, but I'm not sure, like in a good way. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that anyone disempower. Yeah, I don't know that anyone's going to go see her out there. That because even I was like, hmm, that's far, and I live close to Marina Del Rey. Like, yeah. I don't even need to get on the 405 to get there, and it's wow. That's it's a, a journey. Choice. Yeah, it's a choice. And like Sheena, like she doesn't strike me as like a beach person, and I don't understand it. I think she's living there with a man you do you think she's with adam well of course she's with adam i mean she is like that is her boyfriend yes like her boyfriend but i love how she gave (laughs) us this thesis last night about how she doesn't want to date all you want to do is date you all you want to do is be married you are the thirstiest and that's why you married shay in the first place yeah even though he was wildly inappropriate so come on and then that other dude who she kept trying to make happen mm mm-mm Rob. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rob was never into her. No. He showed her his contempt for her, and she was still like, well, I can live with this contempt. Uh, she was ready. She is just ready. I mean, she, I, I don't know if she's an emotional masochist, or she just is that tragic on the inside. I think uh, it's a mixture of both. It's really sad, actually, to watch, because you can see her desperation, and the way she was talking last night, she kept needlessly mentioning Adam's name. We get it. You and Adam are fucking. Yeah. It's fine. But when, when she also goes like, it's just like so cringeworthy. I think she's both of the things you mentioned, but also like pretty dumb because then she's like, Oh, like Adam, he's my best friend. Like, no, he's my best friend. Like, you don't get it. He's my best friend. And it's like, okay, no, we do get it. Like, Mm -hmm. you're in love with this person. You're clearly dating him. Mm -hmm. You spend every single day together to the point where he's, like, helping, like, just showing up to your photo shoots. Like, like this is your boyfriend boyfriend. You can say whatever you want. He helps you on Instagram. He's your Instagram boyfriend. Yeah. Let's just be open about it but I'm, and then she had her mom i mean sheena thinks she's, she's fooling us though like she, she really th- sheena does. believes oh. 
oh, there's no there there. If she sits down and tells you a lot, like tells you a lie or a total untruth that like we as a viewer are going to be like totally and then just like go to sleep and Which think is insulting. It is, it's but truly insulting. And the whole time, especially when she was having the party and she was like swanning around her Marina Del Rey. Up <laughs> she goes, West Side is the best side. Which it is. I love the West Side. There's nothing wrong with MDR. I like MDR, but it, it is indeed a place I think where a slightly older crowd lives. And that's why I wonder, like, why did she move there? Of all the places in Los Angeles, so far away from everyone who tolerates you something's going on there sheena needed to infiltrate like a new group of people that had no like knowledge of her past i think she's going after an older man really i truly do i I do it has to be a power move what else would she be doing out there by herself you know what it reminds me of is i'm like deep in a binge of sopranos right now and it reminds me of like a gumar's apartment that's what i'm trying to get at yeah i truly believe she's being kept there I My mind that is she blown is right now. Trying to get a boyfriend like Lala's mm-hmm. man, and this is step one. I uh, love Lala's man. Lets her drive the Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. I saw Lala's man on the road the other day. Oh, really? He was behind me mm-hmm. in the Rolls Royce. I first spotted the Rolls Royce, and I was like Lala's man. And then I looked <laughs> in the rearview mirror, and I thought it was Lala in the passenger seat, but it was his daughter. Which it was eh, a real moment. Thing. Yeah. Because she calls him daddy. So. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. My, like, what if Sheena's actually just like fully pulling the wool over our eyes? I think she is. And she's I plotting. Do, because, and the reason I think so is because she was so vehement a few seasons ago about how Lala was like this terrible woman who was taking money for sex. There's nothing wrong with that, first no. of all. And... So I feel like she was so upset about Lala because she knows in her soul what she wanted for herself. Mm-hmm. I feel like something something's going on. There's no rational reason for her to be an MDR. No. And I love to like Sheena trying to justify it by being like, I get to wake up and look at boats every day. It's Los but, Angeles. You can look at boats anywhere. Yeah. But also like looking at boats parked in a marina is not the same as like looking at a beautiful sailboat on the ocean Exactly. i mean why not just go look at the ocean like live in santa monica live in venice if you really want to see water but like the boats i like seeing them when i go to mdr for dinner yeah it's nice and then i say goodbye to the boats yeah but you don't want to wake up to those boats no because they're parked they're not moving yeah i'm mm -mm. like it's not a desirable i'm gonna have to side with the witches of weho for once in my life and say that it's not geographically desirable no not given where her friends are and also all her professional interests it's just it's it's a baffling baffling move and i hope that this is a mystery that unravels over the course of the season same with what's left sheena gives raquel a gift from z gallery which i just like One of my favorite things about this cast is their love of Z Gallery and any chance that I can like clock a Z Gallery mention, it just like soothed me so hard. And so but they're classy and they're going to put up some classy corporate decor. Yeah. And can we just like have a moment to talk about Sheena's love of like putting meaningless things on her walls? Mm-hmm. It's either it's those. Well, but that's because there's no there there. Yeah. She's meaningless in her like she doesn't have depth Mm -hmm. and so 
Her decor cannot have depth. Yeah. It is truly a reflection of her soul. So true. Mm-hmm. Like her mother decorated. <laughs> She's like, my mom did everything. Adam did, I mean, helped her out. And they just like moved me in. It looks like a mom went to. It, it looks was, like her mom decorated. Yeah. There's, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it doesn't look like a young person's home. No. It looks like um, a less than young person's home. I was so excited too to see like, it was like, wow, Sheena's in the marina now. And like, no, we get to see her apartment. <laughs> Apartment. and like what will she reveal as her like design aesthetic like and then it was just the same it was almost actually worse than her apartment she with Shay. okay so i'm going to give you an example of what sheena is in the movie the italian job the villain steals the money from the crew and when they find him they find that he has taken all of their individual fantasies and made them his own because he can't he has no imagination. He can't conceive of his own. That's what Sheena is. Yeah. Like she just uses other people's aesthetics because she doesn't have the wherewithal to develop one of her own. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. She tries her hand at like various things too. And it felt like there were like moments like peppered around that were like, Oh, if you would just lean into this like a little bit more, you could have discovered something nice or like made it nice. And then it's just like a vase on a stand that then was forgotten. And then just like a medallion hanging on a wall. Just there. I was also really fascinated by like the geographical boundaries of the cast of Vanderpump Rules when Jack said he doesn't go south of Wilshire and Lala doesn't travel east of La Brea, which means that they only exist in like a two by two mile radius. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The best thing about them is that, like, if you want to come to LA and find them, you, you really you can. Absolutely, I can't believe I haven't gone looking yet. But again, I'm like saving it. You'll have your moment. I will, and like, it will there'll be... be a time when I'm ready, when I'm just truly ready to behold the greatness. Yeah, and then mm, mm-hmm. it's on. I oh my god, I, I hope they're going to do a Tom Tom show. I hope that they do a Tom Tom spinoff, but then also like a Vanderpump Vegas spinoff. They're opening a Vanderpump thing in Vegas? Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump is opening like a huge like cocktail garden in Vegas, but it's like in the Venetian or like Caesar's Palace or some shit. That's, I mean, I'm good. I, <laughs> You're like, whatever. it's done. It's over. <laughs> Just take a spot. <laughs> Just like Cardi B's residency. Yeah. So I, if I could combine the two, I will have achieved Nirvana. That's... The best happy place. Yeah. I think like I'm not a Vegas person, but like for to do like a Cardi B, Gaga, Celine Dion, and then the only meal that you have, like between everyone, you just go to that Mm -hmm. cocktail garden. Amazing. Yeah. I've only been to Vegas twice, but I, or maybe three times. No, I think twice. And I like it, but Mm -hmm. I don't spend a lot of time there because I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm not. I'm over the age for the Vegas, really. Yeah. No, when I was there, plenty of very elderly folks. Mm-hmm. I'm not elderly. Well, life hasn't given you a reason yet. No, but now. And now. Now that I know that Vanderpump Vegas is happening, because I think it would be such a great show in the same way that uh, Lindsay Lowen's Beach House is a terrible show. <sighs> uh, again, there's no there there. But like, I, I love when she tries to give the wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> When she gives wisdom, if you're a coming to Lindsay for any sort of advice, you really need You've to check yourself wrong. and like mm. 
understand some things. Yes. But then when she is telling you something, it's like she kind of starts off on the right track. Mm-hmm. And then it She's goes like, wildly You just have to. And her accent is like out of this world. So much is happening. She's like, you just have to be strong and then fuck off. Tell everyone fuck off. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, you can't actually do that in like a professional setting. Not at all. Lindy. Not at all. And then when she just tries to maintain this really delicate balance of fun Lindsay, but business owner Lindsay. Mm-mm. Oh, it's so, it's the whole show is so tragic. And all of these concierges just really acting like they're doing truly the Lord's work. <laughs> The VIP ambassadors are being groomed for like sex work in like a sex ring run by Lindsay, it's, which is a terrifying prospect. It is and not good. Lindsay, I bit the gift of the show is that like the more popular it gets, the better off all of our lives are going to be. Absolutely, because like all you need to do, like Lindsay's been waiting for a platform to just like wild out, and she this is. is it. This is absolutely it. I can't wait till she unleashes the beast because right now she's so restrained and she's so flat. Yeah. And I'm just like, girl, live your truth. Live in color. It's when, okay. When she gets like, when it hits mm. and like that turnover to where it becomes like a cultural phenomenon, yes. Lindsay is going, it's going to be like a phoenix from the ashes mm-hmm. and we're going to get like 2007 Lindsay all over again. I'm really hoping. Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely hoping because the show hasn't really taken on any it just hasn't taken off rather and i want it to it might be a long simmer i mean it's still really giving me a lot i'm thinking about tinkerbell and peter pan and how we have to clap and truly believe Mm -hmm. and i think we have to do that for Lindsay. (laughs) you're really onto something i am um james and lala sit in sheena's makeup slash sunglasses slash just like me room Mm -hmm. and uh, James reveals he wants to apologize to Randall via a letter. Also, Brittany is like inexplicably sunburnt to a crisp. Did you notice that? I did. And also, I think it was either this week's episode or last week's episode. They do blur. She was weirdly upset over nothing. Yeah. Like nothing happened and she was just having a little drama. It's almost like the producers told her, feel something. But I also think like... I mean, I think Brittany and Jax's relationship is like built on such like a thin layer of ice. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a matter of how many times you like tap it before Mm -hmm. it just like totally cracks. It's there's again, there's no there there. There's the relationship is I don't understand it. She seems like a nice young woman and yet she's with Jax and she loves him and he's clearly just looking for someone to take care of him in his old age. Mm -hmm. And it just. Oh, I think that they're making like some sort of deal where it's like Jax can do it, it's either they have an understanding now where it's like Jax you can do whatever just like make sure it's not like a faith situation again yes and and Brittany can find the woman of her dreams yeah and then they can like get married make the bravo money from like showing mm-hmm. your wedding on tv oh, and then just sure. like do their thing I'm already i want to take it to that wedding yeah i I want to be in the audience but like if someone gets that defensive when you just say like one tiny thing Mm -hmm. it's like that's the red flag it's like lala and her man when billy lee is like you think you're better because you just have a rich boyfriend and lala flips out it's like okay well that did hit a nerve because that did hit a nerve but that's to, to be fair lala they have harped on lala's rich boyfriend for a very long time and it's unfair they're just jealous 
Well, they're jealous, but also now it's interesting because like the whole cast, it's, I mean, I guess aside from like Billy Lee and James and Sheena's not really included, but like everyone is now like BFF with Lala and they mm-hmm. go on Randall's jet like all the time. Mm-hmm. And now that her man's wealth and like everything that comes with it extends to them, they have yes. no problems. Of course not. They it. just wanted a part of it. Yeah. They just want a taste and they wish they were Lala. Yeah. But nope she's got a lock on randall for now but like why i guess like i'm just like lala why don't you realize that you're being like used in this situation oh i think i think it's a mutual using yeah yes i think she's aware she seems bright because it behooves her to be like friends with them correct yeah because she has to stay relevant on the show Mm -hmm. and when someone's not relevant on the show they do in just insane things for example billy lee my queen i'm excited like i'm here for billy lee just like bringing drama and conflict she's just bringing drama for no reason yeah she just clearly wants camera time We're like girl we see the thirst the thirst you are parched she invented this drama by like just going on social media and, and it's liking so tweets. terrible did you see she wrote a blog post about it about trans identity and why this is a real thing being left out was transphobia and I am the first to call out any kind of phobia when I see it. Yeah. And even, like, as everyone acknowledged, this was not it. Yeah. And to use that as a way of getting camera time is so abhorrent. And it's not progress. No. But it also is progress. It, like, yeah, hmm. it's two-handed. Yeah, it's like, oh, I see you, girl. Yeah. All right. Okay. It is like a good... It's like... I guess not good, but it is representation in an interesting way and like starts a conversation. And it reminds us that terrible people are terrible people, no matter what their gender. Yeah. It's just, Mm -hmm. I don't know that she's a terrible person, but I do know that she's thirsty. Yeah. I don't think Mm. she's terrible, but it's like, it's, it's grasping at straws to try. It's grasping at straws. And also the thing she said about the fat card, like two phobias don't make a right. (laughs) Yeah. Although the fat card was a really, it was a classic <laughs> quote. It was, but she's not fat. She's not fat. Katie no. is not fat. We have to stop making that a thing. It's not a thing. It's really unfortunate, too, that Katie's been, like, given this role of body positivity, like, mm-hmm. ambassador to, like, really lead the march. She's in, a like, size six. What are we doing? <laughs> this it's is just... Vanderpump land, though. <laughs> That's true. Where, like, issues that are actually, like, huge issues that affect lots of people get boiled down mm-hmm. into, like, this, like, weird caramel flavoring of, like... It's terrible. It's terrible. And then they just become reductive and offensive and no progress is actually made. It's nothing good happens with these people. They are all terrible. <laughs> Who's your favorite on the show? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know that I have a favorite. I really find them all quite abhorrent. But I think I like Lala the best. Yeah, I really enjoy Lala. She always offers a little something. She really does. Like she gives all the good sound bites. She does. Also, Lala and Ariana. I'm into that. How? Mm. And also, I was talking about this last night. I DM'd Ira late at night, and I was just like, because I I need to talk about the show, and nobody in my life watches the show. They watch it reluctantly when I beg them to. So we are just on an island with like it's just me. 
Yeah. Oh my God. My heart goes out. Yeah. The other day, like my girlfriend had never even heard of it. And so I just got a bad chill that like reverberated truly, down like one side of my body. Like I might have had a stroke. upsetting. Like, how do you not know? Almost deal breaker level. And <laughs> I'm really scared. I'm scared. I stroked it's out. It's truly upsetting. So we were watching TV and, and she's really into the news and I don't watch the news. <laughs> I'm like, what's that? Vanderpump like, rules is news for me. Yeah. Like, trans issues are huge right now. Click to Vanderpump rules. Body positivity. <laughs> and so I was like, well, let's watch some Vanderpump rules. And what's that? And I was just like what do you mean what's that and so i tried to explain it and as i was speaking out loud about like what the show is i just was so mortified <laughs> there was nothing i was saying that was going to make any human being on this earth be like yeah let's watch so we did watch an episode which episode did you watch oh i am um, like an old classic sadly no oh no wait, wait i mean i have a lot of education to do with her but um i think it was the third episode of the current season oh, okay and this was a, a few weeks ago. And it's just, I don't even think she paid attention for five minutes. And yeah. I, I just could see her eyes glazing over, but I'm, I'm not done. I'm, I'm undeterred. No, to be clear. The work continues. Oh, no, it does. Like, I'll make this work. I'm going to teach you to love Vanderpump Rules. I feel like it's like when you're getting someone into it, like this is not the season to do it. Cause the season is just so, Yeah, this season has too many plot threads that, really you need to see the whole show to understand there's yeah. so much that's coming to fruition that's been building for years mm-hmm. that i mean it's for us is a deeply satisfying season but for a newcomer it's probably like wtf yeah it's a it's a tbd for sure but like season two i feel mm-hmm. like is the one that's where it really because the first season was a short season because they were just testing the waters like hey do you think anyone will watch a show about some servers living the darkest lives ever (laughs) in west hollywood just like it's if you survive through like the bone chills that you get watching that then you commit to season two you get the best payoff of all time absolutely because season two things really ramped up also have you Kristen is just still lurking about Kristen I thought for sure like I gave her a lot of benefit of the doubt like after everything she's been through because she did just get like raked over the coals Mm -hmm. just like how she she's like a survivor in my book essentially she's definitely resilient and I thought like wow Kristen's like you know she's done a lot of personal growth and she's like in a different place and then the episode with Dana Schroeder Mm. I was like, wait, Kristen's the same old bitch. Oh, yeah. Kristen hasn't changed at all. Not And she's one always so bit. gleeful about the miseries of others. Her little vendetta with James. Like, I don't care for James at all. But mm-hmm. but it's like, you're he's showing... also clearly an alcoholic. Yeah. And so perhaps we should have some sensitivity for that. Mm-hmm. And she's just so... The thing is, Stasi has a mean streak. Most of them have a mean streak, but they're charming. Kristen has a mean streak, and she has no charisma. Yeah. And so she's just mean. She just Ugh. wants to destroy. Yes, and she's mean in a shallow and unintelligent way. Mm-hmm. So it's not interesting. If you're going to be mean, be good at it. Yeah. And she can't. Like, Stassi's like a Regina George in the way yes. that you enjoy seeing her. Like, even if you don't like 
her doing it, you still get something out of it. She's still very charismatic. She's still very watchable. There is something there, Mm -hmm. but not with Kristen. Kristen, She'll like run your car off the road. Absolutely. And these, and again, that she's still appearing on this show and she just comes in for these little like 30 second moments, just really trying to, to grasp relevance and to get back into the real groove and be one of the mainstays. And, I'm just like, girl, look at Stasi's trajectory because she was out of the fold and now she is right back in the thick of things. Yeah. But Kristen has always had like her relationship with Stasi has always been really fascinating because it's just like she's terrified of her. Mm-hmm. She hates her, mm-hmm. but she also like deeply needs her approval. She definitely And she cannot does. escape that grasp of Mm-mm. all those three things. No, she can't. It's uh um... And like she cannot she does not have like an identity that goes beyond loving Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. being friends with Stassi, mm-hmm. and like that's about it. Well, she has her website. Not anymore. What happened? The website's Veggie Holic's gone. Veggie Holic's <gasps> been gone for like a couple months now. Oh my goodness! Isn't that? upsetting what what is she doing with her free time well she has her t-shirt line james mayco but she has a veggie holic t-shirt which actually i'm like have been on to use britney's terms the brim of buying for (laughs) a couple weeks now i haven't pulled the trigger yet but i can feel it coming wow well at least you know that about yourself (laughs) yeah like at least you can i just accept (laughs) that's good acceptance is a great place to start Brittany reveals she's going to go to therapy with Jax, which is like, okay, good luck, but you should go to like solo therapy as well. Yes. I find that therapy works best when you do it individually and together. Yeah. There, if you care about the relationship, there's yeah. something to, to do there, but you also have to be doing individual work because oftentimes it's not the, I mean, there's, there are problems in a relationship, but there are problems that can't be fixed until you work on yourself. Yeah. And you're not, and I feel like if your first entree to therapy is in a couple situation, you're not going to come from a place of honesty. Not really, especially Brittany, because for whatever reason, she remains in Jax's thrall mm-hmm. and I don't know that without individual therapy, she will have the fortitude to to break free from him. That's true. And I feel like Brittany also, on a deep level, or maybe not even a deep level, because she flips out so easily when she's like poked about it. I feel like she knows that she's making a really wrong life decision. Mm-hmm. Like her gut is telling her, run away. But she's committed and thrown down so hard and fought for this that it's like there's no turning back or there's like a lot of it's like she can't be wrong about this Mm -hmm. so she's just gonna press forward and like have the kentucky castle wedding and like act like everything's fine but it's like she knows that it's not right yeah she does she knows that kristen and her family behind her oh her mom her don't do it but no, her mom is like 100% do it. Yeah, but the really? Her mom yeah. came around? Her mom is like, her mom was, remember last season when Jax cheated and yes. Brittany called her mom and, and her, her mom, mom was and like. her aunt, I think, came to visit her. Yeah, yeah, and her mom, or it was her mom and I think her sister. Okay. And her sister was like, 
I hate Jax, but her mom was like, you know, if you're going to forgive him, then you can just never bring this up again, but you should forgive him. I think he's changed. And like, I think that the mom, Sherry, wants Brittany to be married to Jax, like maybe more than Brittany wants to be married to Jax. I really wonder what's going on with that. I just don't know how you could love your child and just think, yes, by all means, marry Jax. Marry Jax Taylor. What a mm-hmm. great option. Mm-hmm. My precious jewel Good of a daughter. life choice in, in a city <laughs> with millions of people. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you do if you had a little more time in the day? Mmm... I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Ugh! I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to ten years, and a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. 
Adam and Sheena have had sex now, mm-hmm. which we then also find out that like he may have given Sheena an orgasm. She doesn't like explicitly say it. Yes, was, was she the? Because I was watching after a long day of travel yesterday. But is she the one who was like, I just had my first orgasm? Yeah, she has never had an orgasm until very recently. Yes. And I just thought, way to put Rob and Shay on blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was masterful. So she did have a moment. I will give Sheena that. Yeah. Because, ouch. It was a power move. It was a real power move. Like, mm. Girl, we know we know who your last few boyfriends were. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is that they can't lay it down, which is not surprising at all. No. At all. Uh, like Shay not being like a sexual like god. Yeah, that's not surprising. And, and Rob, I think, just didn't care. Rob seems like a real like lay there energy. Yes. Which Shay seems like a try, but just like never really getting it. Yeah, and I think he's probably a, a very overly wet kisser. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he sweats a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. a slurper, and I bet he sweats a lot. I mean, w- which there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody sweats, but but sometimes too mm. much sweat is too much sweat. Yes, I mean, it just like and it creates problems. Yeah, agree. Lala called Billy a low down hoe, <laughs> which is a real. That was a great. Moment. It was a throwback. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> Let's go, Lala. She is finally like stepping up to the plate and giving us like the Lala we all know yeah, and love. She is. That, I mean, and and Billy, bless her heart, really just she's got some tenacity. She was. She's going to get the camera time one way or another. Yeah, and I'm here for. Like, I'm ready to see what she does next. I am too, and I'm also ready for her to get a boyfriend. Ooh, yeah. Yes. That's not just like a Jeremy and trying I was, to... Because I feel like that move was a camera time move. Absolutely. And someone I was talking to said that... This is the same person I was DMing last night about the show, said that she probably is creating this drama because she knows that there none of the cast members will sleep with her. Mm-hmm. And so... Because they're all in relationships. Yeah. And I... Th- the men and i just thought huh also i still think at least one of the toms would would especially now that we know that ariana and tom clearly have some sort of arrangement yeah i don't know maybe tom would be into billy it would be incredible if there's like yeah sorry i just feel like ariana and and billy kind of resemble each other they definitely do but I was even thinking, like, if you got Billy to put on like a like a brunette wig and got mm-hmm. Tom Schwartz really, really drunk. Oh, easily, yeah, easily. I I feel like the Toms, like if she's looking for a target and is not so much worried about the fidelity of other people's relationships, mm-hmm. there's definitely some potential there. God, that would be amazing mm-hmm. because that's true. It's like the best way to get like really cement yourself as integral to the show is to to have a sexual relationship with someone on the show yeah i so she needs to find her a man Mm -hmm. and take it from there indeed well if she's straight i don't know if she's straight yeah i don't know either she hasn't said but we'll find out yeah she's like a rose that's just beginning to bloom she is is. her petals are just unfurling yeah um sheena's relaunching her acting career which is (laughs) something no one asked for (laughs) i didn't know she had one same i think she was in like a skinamax movie and that was about it but i'm obsessed with her 
theatrical agent because it keeps cutting back to her in this meeting with this guy who looks like the skeeziest guy ever. Like he is not like an agent. Mm. And then his girlfriend or some blonde with a dog is also sitting in on this agent meeting. And like, I don't know if any listener is like, I'm just going to fill you in on like some Hollywood Intel but like when you go to a meeting with an agent, they don't have that type of woman in the room with them. No, never. That's it's not a thing. In an office or at a restaurant or a coffee shop. Yeah. And it's professional. You don't bring your significant other. With and they certainly there's not an animal in the no, mix. No, this is not Agents don't do that. They may no, do a lot really of don't. really sketchy things, but they, they do. don't but that's do that. That's actually one of them. In the range of sketch, that's not included. Yeah, that's like the first sign that you should not be with this agent is if they bring their and blonde associate with a dog. It's honestly shocking that she doesn't know that because she's been in the game for a minute and she's been in Hollywood for a minute. And most people in Hollywood are fairly well versed on agents and typical industry protocols which lets us know that she's not even like attempting like low tier agents she's going no. well below that yeah this is like this is this is what she can get and she can't act on vpr so she's like i've done a lot of comedic roles where well i mean like if you count vanderpump rules as a comedic role like yes you're the queen of comedy but like she's then she's like but i would i'm ready to get murdered and I just like, well, we're like, okay. us too. <laughs> Aspirations. Sheena is making all sorts of sexual jokes. Like whenever she gets like really like sexually thirsty and tries to loll about it, it makes me so supremely uncomfortable. Me too, because I don't really feel like she has sexuality. No. She's just. She's an avatar for sex. Yes. She can play it. I don't sex. think she even, I don't think she enjoys anything involving her body other than keeping it st- very very thin she doesn't and she said on her podcast when she was talking about orgasms that she never master she's never masturbated and like never likes to masturbate i'm like sheena but then she can play like this hyper sexual like believable it's not real yeah that's not what hypersexuality looks like it's not what sexuality looks like but that's like what we i feel like constantly get told mm-hmm. in like society like this is sex like this oh, is for sexy. sure she's very good at performing the role of what she thinks various things are like this is what happiness is mm-hmm. this is what sexuality is and sexiness this is what food is <laughs> but she doesn't really have a She's genuine like relationship to any of these things and yeah. so it always comes off as deeply false it's mm-hmm. really sad just like girl let's get you some human classes <laughs> the tom see tom tom and sandoval he kind of like it broke my heart of happiness because i was like he really is like sincerely filled with gratitude and like even though this opportunity of owning 2.5 percent of the restaurant is not that great granted his name is a sell point of it Mm -hmm. i still am like wow i love him and like how sincere he is with lisa Mm -hmm. and tom schwartz i'm really like losing patience for him because I feel like he is someone who's magically failed upwards. Mm-hmm. And 
has never had any ambitions whatsoever, but then suddenly out of left field for this episode said, you know, I've always wanted to own a bar and now I do. Yeah, since last week. Yeah. That's always for them. But I'm like, fuck you, Tom Schwartz. <laughs> you know, I think Tom Schwartz is exactly what you said. A man who is utterly lacking in ambition, but he's married now. Yeah. And I think his wife has a lot of ambition. And so a lot of what he's doing is trying to satisfy his wife's ambitions, mm-hmm. uh, even though he doesn't know how to think big enough to do that. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. And then, you know, I just, I'm not sure why he's acting like all of a sudden this is his life's dream. With Sandoval, I believe it. Like, yes, he's probably always wanted to do something. He's been a mixologist for 10 years. When he said that last (laughs) night, I was just like... A decade. Yes. I've been a bartender for a decade. (laughs) And the way he said that, I was just like, yes, you have. He wore it as like a badge of honor. He really did. I was just like, you take that decade and you do something with it yeah but it was it was his way of explaining of course like that he how he had made these amazing cocktails Mm -hmm. when they were so proud that lisa seemed to be able to at least sip the cocktails yeah and she did a good job of not grimacing yeah but i also think the cocktails were probably pretty good the cocktails are good the green one no no but i think it will sell very well in hollywood we'll give you a hot cocktail tip for Tom Tom, mm-hmm. which is that the clockwork pink is really great. Is it? Yeah. It's still on the menu? Yeah. It's mm. a mezcal based, like, um, it has like a prickly pear juice, I think. Okay. It, it's like, it's pretty delicious. Well, I think it's a cute little name. And when he said it, though, I just thought <laughs> this isn't like the clockwork orange and you're trying, but okay okay he it's like you know he's doing his best yes but he should have used like a a brazilian drink or i mean Mm -hmm. there's like there's like so many clever references he could have put in the drink anyway i'm overthinking it obviously this is why i'm not a mixologist clocks are a huge design element of tom tom like the gears oh i thought they were doing a play on clockwork orange i think they were kind of doing that too i put too much depth into it but they're really (laughs) leaning into like this uh time is always slipping away from a mm-hmm. like you go to tom tom and you're very much reminded of your humanity and like the short time you will live on this earth and that you're choosing to spend that time at tom tom some of Ooh. us more than others but like the clockwork pink is i think a nod to that as well wow <laughs> again it's a text it's a text and yeah. it's our a thesis. duty to read it if I was going to graduate school, I would oh, write a thesis on Vanderpump Rules. I would Rules. love to teach a graduate course on Vanderpump Rules. If you teach a course on Vanderpump Rules, I will go to grad. And it's definitely <laughs> it's within the realm of possibility. It's a, there is so much to say. Like there's so much to say in every class period we would watch at least two episodes. Yes, and you could pick them apart. Like there's like can I just be your TA? Yes. Okay, great. Well, you'd be a perfect TA because you're very well versed. Thank you. Wow. I would bring in guests. I would bring in the cast. Yes. We need guest lecturers. I'm getting really excited. You've got to do this. Mm-hmm. I do. I love a TA too because I was like, how am I going to apply to graduate school and then like pay for it? And blah, blah. But a TA is a great role for yes. me. I will gladly do that. Excellent. <laughs> so it is. So it shall be. And so it is. Jackson Tom's birthday drinks. They order blowjob shots, which I'd never heard of in my life. 
It looks to be just like amaretto and like whipped cream or something along yeah, that line. Well, I've heard of them, like, but I've only heard of them in the context of queer bars. So, um, but I so now they've crossed over to like the straights are doing over, it. Like back in the day, way back in the day when I was a young queerling, like there were these drinks called um, cowboy cocksuckers. Okay, which were Bailey's and something butterscotchy oh yeah and also but it's also the same drink basically as a slippery nipple okay and so i feel like blowjob shots are on that same trajectory of drink Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay and i do they take them like the blow like they were taking the blowjob shots just no hands was that like the way that you would lean over you wrap your lips around the glass and toss it back i would choke to death if i was had to do that you have to be good at blowjobs i mean I consider myself to be fairly okay at them, but my gag reflex is like not the best. So I was having like I was getting wow. a lot of anxiety. Way to damn yourself with average praise. Like I'm fairly okay. You know, it's like as I get older, I realize that I don't like giving blowjobs as much. Like when <laughs> I was a young woman, I thought it was like if you're really good at blowjobs, like you're a really good person. Of course. And then the older I get, I'm like more samantha jones like they don't call it a job for nothing (laughs) and so now it's like okay if i'm gonna like choke on a dick like i really need to like the person yes but i wouldn't willingly choke on like an avatar of a dick in the form of a shot you know Mm -hmm. i understand so but you could also i mean there's no rule saying you have to like wrap your mouth and toss it back you can also just hold it and toss it back that's true you really can. Yeah. And it's del- generally, I find them to be delicious because I enjoy it butterscotch. It's really delicious. Like, it's like a dessert shot. It is a very much a dessert shot. Yeah. The the saving grace of it is that it's not like an alcohol that's going to burn your soul, like mm-hmm. a whiskey shot or, or like a Jaeger. Will- yeah. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm 44. <laughs> like, I drink excellent alcohol and it's just so good. Yeah. Um, Brittany and Lala go to Hooters. And Brittany, when she's walking in, she goes, I've got to get some birch. And (laughs) it sounded like birch because she's so stopped up all the time. And I'm wondering, like, why she's consistently stopped up on this show. Yeah. She's but she, like, doesn't even try and hide it. Like, it's very in plain sight Mm -hmm. because she just like does not have the sinuses to handle her own partying. Yes. It's worrisome. It's worrisome. I worry about young Brittany, but I also think that Brittany's not taking care of her body. Can we just say it? She's She's putting these implants in that were like proportionately like threw off the proportions. Mm -hmm. She's letting herself get like sunburnt. And then she's like always stopped up. Like, it's just like, I'm, I'm I'm with you on being worried about. I'm just worried. But I also think that eventually I I also think that she's still enjoying like young Hollywood Mm -hmm. or a version of young Hollywood. And eventually you age out of it. Yeah. And so I think eventually she's just going to get tired of being sniffly all the time. And she's going to get tired of feeling crispy all the time. And she's going to get tired (laughs) of feeling like she's going to fall over. And she's going to sort of just, just start, you know, maybe drinking a little more water. Yeah. They all could really benefit from like some hydration. Deeply underhydrated. Yeah. Always. I worry about that. I just, I, every time I look at them, I just think your livers and, I don't know. None of them seem particularly healthy no. at all. And 
I think Lala is probably Lala seems fine. And Sheena is probably I mean, healthy in terms of like she's working out, like forcing her body to like be thin. It, yes, but I I I don't equate thinness with health at no. all. I'm because mo- these people are all thin. It's more they just don't seem vibrant. Like they could walk up a hill. Yeah. And yeah, vibrant. There's mm-hmm. not there's not a vibrancy in them. Except Lala. But also Lala is the one person on the show that seems really well loved by her family. That's true. And I think that's not accidental that she seems like no she's had some rough times, but she clearly has a safety net, both financially and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And she clearly has people that care about her well-being and who would tell her you're making a bad decision. Whereas some of the other people don't seem to have that. I'm and thinking now. Yeah. Because like, I, I know that Schwartz has family. But like, but his, like his half of his family was his not at the wedding, yeah. And and those three brothers are a red flag for like something ain't right. Yes, and then we don't see a lot of. Oh, Sheena has a mother, but but she, her mother is like a sister mom. Yes, not a mommy mom. No, and so I just Lala is the one person I've seen that consistently has a supportive family who pulls her back from the edge when she's behaving badly. And I think that's why she seems to be the healthiest person on the show and not the most perfect person, just healthy in all ways that one can be healthy. Yeah. Touche. That's a good, I'm always really fascinated by their like family histories. Like I love getting to see it and I'm excited for next week when we get into like whatever Jax's beef is with his mom, because he's touched on that. And that I think is going to be extremely illuminating because I think he was close to his father mm-hmm. and i also thought he was close to his mother and maybe something happened after his father's passing yeah that's what it seems like which r.i.p yeah total r.i.p everyone then starts talking about how they want to have kids <laughs> and uh what jackson Brittany said they're just gonna start trying immediately oh, yeah. after the wedding bring it on mm-hmm. we need this i we deserve i this, believe actually. that they're gonna have three children yeah i do that. i think she'll i she strikes me as someone that would just pop them out one after another mm-hmm. and then that's done i think so so that'll be interesting to see i i think sandoval needs to i i don't understand what's happening with sandoval and ariana their relationship doesn't seem like a relationship they seem more yeah. like roommates i don't i've never really and she doesn't want children so yeah and she's been very upfront about that from yeah. the get-go and you know jacks for all his faults he had a very lucid moment last <laughs> night where he was talking about tiktok tom like ariana's not going to give you these things that you want so at your you need to start like looking elsewhere he's a good relationship like i like his take on their relationship Mm -hmm. drama like he really came through where he's like ariana doesn't have a lot of time and Mm -hmm. he's like good he brings the intensity to the situation he does and i wonder if they've started having sex again because they stopped yeah and he's asked him if they had birthday sex and tom's like oh i'm gonna do that and so it's like i feel like they probably don't have that much sex if like Cause I'm thinking about this situation with Ariana and Lala hooking up and it's mm-hmm. like, they're both drunk, like really feeling themselves. They have this explicit, like I love, like I was getting turned on hearing Lala being like, come here. I want to eat your pussy. And then Ariana's in the back seat, and all this is happening. This is like 
a perfect key up for like everyone maybe having like a fun group sex scenario or oh, something. I think that would be fantastic. I support it. And actually, I only really want to see the women having sex. Yeah, true. But like, or the guys having sex with each other. Uh, I would live. Uh, but Tom Sandoval been being like, he kept being like, I was actually like annoyed. Like I was kind of annoyed and I'm like, okay, then what is there that's annoying about that? Like, I can't see one <laughs> annoying thing about this like scenario. Yeah. Like, really you're annoyed like over and over saying that so that leads me to believe that they're probably like not having sex and he felt like he was just like dad picking her up from like a night out (laughs) 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 because that's like a dad like the annoyance is like what guy is gonna be like annoyed at like two beautiful women like fucking in the backseat of their car Mm -hmm. no one i know then Lisa gets the bill and they're like, how did we know she was here? Or how did she know we were here? And then it was revealed that Peter had told her and it goes, and I just can't, I feel bad for Peter. Why? Because they start this whole like birthday gathering by being like, we saw the new restaurant that we own. And like, it's so exciting. Tom, Tom. And I just think like Peter has been a manager of sir for probably a decade and he will always just be the manager. of Yeah. Sir. Like no one's over eating a Pete, Pete, <laughs> Pete <Petey> pies. <laughs> yeah, no. And like he, like, I wonder if Peter is just like, torn up on the inside about this or if he's just like living laughing loving uh i don't think he's torn up because i suspect peter owns more than 2.5 percent of the vanderpump restaurant empire Ooh, that's just my guess because there's no other reason for him to be so kind and patient and steadfast yeah i, sus- I suspect he owns way more than five percent wow that's my guess and by way more i mean like 10 percent. yeah i want to see i like would love to see everyone's tax returns oh, that would from be a Vanderpump gift. Rules. Uh, that would be a true gift. Like, I don't care about, like, Donald Trump's tax returns. Well, I, I care. do, but I, I, mean, also, I, do, I can but do if, both. If you gave me the option of, like, if it just was up to me, <laughs> and you're like, you can we'll either release Donald Trump's tax returns or we'll release the tax returns of everyone That's on horrifying. Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I would be horrifying. like, Vanderpump Rules, thank you, good night. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm an enemy to the state, but you, you know are. what? You are. But uh, there's you know a what? select group of people that would, it would really, they you would think. admit thank it me. though. Yeah. It's my truth. But I do want to see their tax returns. Just, and just out of curiosity. That's yeah. it. Just out of curiosity. Everyone makes a big deal of Lisa like getting the bill, but and I was like, oh, that's nice, until I realized she just bought them each a shot. Yeah. And <laughs> was like, okay, Ooh. cool. It was forty dollars. <laughs> yes. Well, it's LA, maybe it was 60. fifty or sixty dollars, <laughs> but still. Yes. It wasn't the grand gesture that they made it out to be, but <laughs> it was a nice thing for her to do with her millions and millions and yeah. millions. Like when a multimillionaire is like buying you some shots and you're just like yeah she gave you each two and a half percent (laughs) that's like about how much money you're making this month off of your investment in tom tom Mm -hmm. james joins the guys when they like take to the basement for like hennessy and cigars or whatever the hell they're drinking and he goes you're 36 and then they're like 
36 sounds old. And he goes, I'm 26. And I just <laughs> really loved that. Because <laughs> we also forget how young James is. He's a child. I, I was last night reminded me of how old he was or how young he is. And I just remembered how we were all a hot mess in we were our all 20s. James once. Yes. And what's cute is like whenever young people do that, where like someone is older and they say their age and the young person's like, ha ha, I'm 26. Boy, you're going to be 36 eventually. And yeah. then you're going to be 46, 56 and 76. And that hairline isn't going to last. No, it won't sustain. Mm-mm. It's going to do a Jude Law. It is. Absolutely. That's exactly the trajectory of his scalp. And like James just gets held to the standards of these 36 year olds whose real maturity level is still at like mid 20s. Correct. It's, but a, it's not fair. It's, just a farce it's an absolute farce the hypocrisy of the way they judge james when we have video evidence of who they were 10 years ago from seasons one two and three and jackson keeps trying to like make claims that he hasn't done all the things that james has done and it's like do you think that we have like amnesia it was two seasons ago when he got arrested and had to go back to hawaii for court for stealing for stealing sunglasses from a sunglasses hut so Really, this whole the reformation of Jax that's happening this season, I refuse. No. I don't give it a moment's credence because we all know it's bullshit. Mm-mm. Again, the show has been on the air for a very long time. Yeah. Jax, stop. Jax, we, we really, are experts. It's, like, it's insulting. It is. It is insulting. Like, give your audience a little credit. Yeah. Don't do us like this. We deserve better. Tom Schwartz is wearing it just like an unforgivable leather hat at this like boys gathering. Well, um, yeah. It's like a leather perforated pork pie hat. It is a truly, it's a, (laughs) I just have no words. I don't even know where he would find something like that. It, it's where they I don't know upsetting. where many of them find their clothing. I don't know where they shop. I, it's a I shocking. Don't. It's um I don't know. It's upsetting. James it, his reaction to the Lala and Ariana story was pretty priceless. Like he's just the most blown away by it all. <laughs> and then like he's also like I love how happy he is when he's included and stuff. Cause it's like, that's very, he's very earnest about yes. that. I think he's a very lonely young man. Yeah. I think he just wants friends and he wants to be part of the group. And I think this is a really challenging group to infiltrate. Mm-hmm. Like, as you can see from all the outliers who are always like thirsting for time, <laughs> it, it's really, and if like, you're not R. part R. of the season one cast, it's like really hard to break in. Yeah. Or if you and don't fuck your way onto the correct. show. Absolutely. Like attach like a barnacle to mm-hmm. someone. It, it's Lala. I mean, it's credit to Lala for how she's managed to become part of the show. Yeah. Um, because it's not easy. And I think James is trying to gain that similar purchase and has struggled with it. And what's interesting is that James is Jax 2.0. Yeah. Because James loves to gossip as much as Jax does. And that's why whenever Jax is talking about how different he is from James, it's so wildly disingenuous. Mm-mm. Everything that happened last night could have easily been Jax. And then when Jax had the audacity to get upset that Lala lied and was like I don't know her and no. again Lala there's something there she's so great yeah she refused to put Ariana on blast that was amazing her discretion that was incredible mm. like well fucking played that was so well done like good for you like yeah you guys hit it and we all know it but you didn't tell Jax to his face. Yeah. And you Ugh. waited to see like what Ariana's deal was. And I loved when they like met up later at the skating party and they were like, 
hugs and they were like if you would have lied i would have taken it to the grave and it was just like a real like wonderful it was like a genuinely wonderful it moment it really was it was a lesbian moment yeah of communication and just like a celebration of sex and i i love that there was no shame around it that they did they were just like yeah we had sex and it was great and today is thursday yeah it's just great and like it's i love to see that progression too because when britney and Kristen like allegedly hooked up which james or jacks also brought up in this whole guys thing which conveniently got glossed over Mm -hmm. by everyone in this like grand conversation of like airing other people's secrets i don't understand why they keep trying to pretend that didn't happen i remember it like it was yesterday i'll never forget it was so great there's a drink at Tom Tom called the Kentucky muffin. So it's like <laughs> everyone knows that this happened. Like no one is thinking or believing Britney's side of the story. Like it didn't Absolutely. happen. And the only thing I judge about it is that it was Kristen. I mean, yeah, that's the only thing. Like, do you Brittany? Do you? I want Kristen to crash their wedding and steal Britney from the altar. That's my dream. That would gain my interest. Yeah. I would be into that for sure. James can't believe that Sandoval didn't get in on the action. And he just, he's like, oh, mate, collateral suckage, mm-hmm. which is, I've never heard collateral suckage as a term, but also you could have gotten the collateral suckage. Yes. And that's why I wonder, is Sandoval going through something or is he perhaps a bit asexual? He could be. He's very, he's like so put together all the time mm-hmm. that I could see him like not wanting to get like sweaty or yes, like, like he can't no, lose no himself in the for, moment. For Sandoval, but, and then, you know, when Ariana called him out on it, like my sexuality is private. She said on a reality <laughs> television show <laughs> when he walks in and it just like closes up on her, like glowering. Mm-hmm. I was like, I actually want her that framed of her standing at the bar. It was and, so good. And I love how little patience she has for him. Yeah. Just, I'll see you at home. She goes, get Ugh. out of my bar. Yes, your hat's goodbye. annoying. Your face is annoying. Bye. Mm-hmm. I la- I like snorted Queen. when she said your hat is annoying. Mm-hmm. He's well, full of annoying hats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably a whole closet of them. I'm sure she wants to burn each and every one of them, and it's only her love for him that prevents her from doing so. That is why I feel like they might have true love is because to date someone, to date a hat wearer, it would take tr- only true love could make me do that. Yeah, it's brave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James also says when he tries to like kind of joke with Jax, he's like, you smashed her too about Lala. Cause he's like, there's no stopping horny Lala. And then Jax flips, threatens to disinvite James from the roller skating party. And James is like, I already bought the skates. <laughs> and then Jax, I think he says, I don't care. I'm the number one guy. And I can shoot like something to that effect and brought number one guy back into our lives. And like, let's never forget mm-hmm. who's at the top of the totem pole. Oh, absolutely. And so much of his identity is wrapped up in being sort of the alpha male of the show. Yeah. That I really hope that next season or later this season, they introduce another alpha. But about Teddy's brother, I feel like they were laying groundwork for something that has to like. Mm, that's an interesting choice. Because Maybe. why else would they make a big deal out of him if he was not going to be like a character thrown into the mix? Oh, fingers crossed. We need. We do. Desperately. We, there's a bartender at Tom Tom that is one of the hottest men I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like just 
looks like a walking Ken doll. Like mm. the, you know, those guys where you're just like, how did this happen? Oh yeah. I see him every day here. Yeah. It's, and which like, is great. It's a real benefit of living in Los Angeles. The people are stunning. Yeah. You just get like eye candy mm-hmm. and it's like, it's kind of just like, I can't, I don't even know what to like do with this person, mm-hmm. but it would be really nice to just like gaze directly into them. Yeah. And you can like kind of just fully talk to them. Cause you're just like, whatever, like yeah. we all know what's happening here. Yes, you're just you're so perfect hot. and I'm into you and let's get this on. Yeah. Let's do it. He should be really brought into the fold. That's my two cents to any producer that may or may not be listening is like, get that Tom Tom bartender in the mix. I support this. Stassi puts on a weave that is not matching her hair at all, which really threw me. Like it was like a different color than her hair. It was a misstep. And she wonders why no girls want to ever go down on her. And that was cute when she asked that. And I was just like, girl, are you really curious about why they don't? <laughs> don't ask questions that you don't want like answered. You're a Venus flytrap of a person <laughs> and they don't want to be killed by you. Ariana and Tom, they finally get a moment to really talk about what happened. And So Ariana basically reveals that she like she's not putting a label on her sexuality, but she's really open to like man, woman or anything in between, Mm -hmm. which was like a cool moment. Like Mm -hmm. welcome Ariana to the club. Like really glad to have you. Be your best pansexual self. Exactly. And Tom is sweet. He goes, you're my treasure. And I was like, oh, and then he goes, all your quirks are really important to me. And I was like, "Mm." Like, I know it's like, that's the thing with this show. They always like say, 50% 50% correct and then they derail everything good that happened. <laughs> Sexuality isn't a quirk. Isn't it a quirk? Like her dating... Your hats are a quirk. Yeah. <laughs> this is a te- teachable moment. It really is. Teachable moment. It really is. Yeah, I was just like, God damn it, Sandoval. Mm-hmm. You almost fucking had it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But then shanked it. Mm-hmm. The roller skating party <laughs> kicks off. James assaults Sheena at the buffet and he's wearing a horrifying wig. Mm-hmm. He looks like a homeless person like wandered in off the street. Like, thank God he takes it off eventually because it was like something was awry. Yes, he didn't. It wasn't a good choice, but I'm sure he thought it was. I mean, so many of these kids are so young that they don't even understand what the 70s were and you could see uh, that what, some of them didn't the understand. Yeah, they didn't understand the theme, so they just went with kooky costume. Kooky costume and then like kind of 60s, mm-hmm. like flower children. Yes. I thought Ariana's outfit was incredible, the of like course. crochet, but she kind of kills it always in that. Yeah, and I, she's read a book in her lifetime, Yeah, which we can't say one. for every <laughs> cast member. And so it shows. Like, it shows that there's no depth to any of them when they come to a... Wasn't it a 70s theme? 70s. When they come to a 70s theme roller skate party in 60s outfits or 80s outfits. Jax was in a full 80s outfit. Yes. And because I remember favorite when decade. Jax was like, I, I was born in 1979. The 70s are my favorite decade. The 80s, too. And I was just like, you weren't... You were barely sentient yeah. during these decades. You are a 90s child. <laughs> I was like RIP to the 70s. But he's so old for the show. He is. Because I was born in 74. <laughs> Jax is 39 <laughs> years old. Mm-hmm. 
and about like he will be turning 40 on this next season of Vanderpump Rules. Oh god which is incredible they better throw him a party they will i mean that'll probably be around the same time as his wedding i maybe he'll have like a bachelor party slash 40th if we're lucky i mean my fingers are crossed um james asked sheena about adam and then she gives the best friend soundbite over again and then he just goes, Raquel, do you want some chicken? And like Raquel is my favorite in this episode because she doesn't get a line. No, she doesn't. She's when been... Lala apologizes to her and she just looks at Lala and then like tries to process it and then skates away without saying anything. That was a real when like yeah. Lala dismisses her at first. She's like, James, come here. And she's like, no, only James. And Raquel kind of does a lap and then laps back. And then Lala goes, Raquel, I'm sorry I called you a twat. Yeah. You're welcome. Her edit is so brutal. It is so brutal. They they do her wrong every week. Like, I don't think Raquel then gets paid for this episode because I think that you have to have at least one line to get paid. So yep. she did show up, was like humiliated, mm-hmm. no speak. Yep. Just some skating. And like any time, like... To end an episode of any show with, I'm sorry I called you a twat, and then the show is over. That's it. it it's so funny. When this when the episode ended, I, I was like waiting. Oh, okay. There's like going to be another two minutes. Yeah. There's going to be a little wrap up. No. No, it's more to be continued. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Just like French film style. We'll have to see next week at the skate party how <sighs> things unfold. Oh, it was just so great. I, yeah, it was a real, this was like the, my favorite episode of the season so this far. This episode had absolutely everything. Yeah. It had absolutely everything. It was just the purest expression of what this show offers. Yeah. And I think that it took, like, everyone's very guarded this season. Mm-hmm. Their walls are up. They're moneyed now. They have some more control. Yes, they all have a little bit more money. They're all a little bit more of known quantities. Mm-hmm. They're finally establishing themselves as brands in ways that are cl- turning out to be sustainable. Yeah. So they're definitely not going to fuck it up. But if you're all it takes is like, it's nice to see this an episode like this because it's like they will eventually crack. Like they yes. can't oh, hold it they together. They can't hold it together. They're just. They are who they are. Yeah. And it's time for that to come back out. Oh, God. Thank you so much for being on this pod. I just like, this is a real dream come true. So (laughs) I was was so glad to have you here. I love talking about Vanderpump Rules. Um, same. Uh, tell the readers and slash listeners where they can find you as if they don't know already. Um, I'm rgay on Twitter and my website is roxanegay.com with one N. One N. Make a note. Yes. Um, Well, thank you so much. You're welcome so much. It's been a real pleasure. And until next time, bye. Oh, wait. Never forget Sexy Unique Restaurant Restaurant. Sexy Unique Restaurant Restaurant. I think about it every single day. Yeah. No, that was like, when I discovered that that was why... It was a gift. Yes. And continue. Every few months, I'm just going to tweet about it. Yeah. Just to, uh, people need to be reminded. Sexy, <laughs> unique restaurant. And what's so funny, I tweeted it a couple of weeks ago, and there's always people on Twitter who are trying to explain things to me, and they're like, <laughs> actually, it's Spanish. You're like, actually, like, no, no, bitch. It's Sir. It's Sexy, sir, unique okay? restaurant. This is my area of expertise. I have a PhD in Vanderpump Rules. How dare you? Yeah. It's called uh, Serology. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking google it also i love anyone trying to like explain a goddamn thing about vanderpump rules honestly you can explain lots of things about lots of things to me but not this no not bravo try me uh don't try me on below deck either (laughs) okay thank you (laughs) thank you and good night Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.